what's going on, everybody? Welcome in. This is Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks right here on the Mayo Media Network. Thanks, as always, for taking the time to hang out. I am Chris Meany, and today we are going to preview the Stanley Cup playoffs. Get excited, people. We're going to be talking some Stanley Cup playoffs here today on this episode with no better guy, Cam Stewart. That's right. We are back together to preview every single series We'll break them all down and we will talk about them individually as well as some Stanley Cup future odds for you as well. And good news, this show will continue throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs as well. So make sure you are keeping an eye on prize picks. Follow the link inside the description of this video for the 100% first deposit, deposit match of up to $100 using that promo code. So make sure you check out that link. And as I mentioned, we will be talking to you guys throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. Same sort of deal, giving some picks and some props. You know we will be attacking the shot props when it comes to the Stanley Cup playoffs as well as some picks and some parlays throughout Super excited to bring in Cam Stewart. What's going on, man? Mini hockey! I remember having coolie as a... Hey, the only thing that's hotter than my wife is a good hockey game. I love hockey more than life itself. We got the playoffs. Everything's going to be rocking and rolling, Mini. Can't wait. I'm very excited. Actually, I'll give some of the guys in the media. Me and Gabe were talking about Craig Beisley. Leafs are going to sweep the Habs. I kind of enjoyed, like, usually, like, you know, they come out, I really don't know who's going to win. It's going to be kind of a tough series. Ah, you know, go either way. It's nice to see me. I must have get the, get the Canadians some bulletin board material, but uh, we'll see what happens. And, uh, hey, man, I can't wait. I think, uh, you know, in the East, it's kind of interesting. I'm looking at most of the favorites, but I'm telling you, everyone thinks Vegas and Colorado are just going to roll. I'm not so sure. There could be a big upset. I think it's we're going to have some great hockey, buddy. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait either. We're definitely going to have some good hockey. I, I think that's the the toughest division actually to call, even though it is Colorado and Vegas. We've been talking about them all year. I've had futures on them since day one. Had a future over at FTN before offseason really hit for the Avs. I thought mm-hmm. that they would add during the offseason. That's exactly what they did. They brought in Taves. They brought in Saad. Um, so I got them at a decent price at 12 to one. And as of today, they are Stanley cup favorites at, I believe five to one. Five. Yes. Yeah. Oh, five. Yeah. Yep. Five to one. So, uh, they are cup favorites. This is the only team. I mean, we're going to talk to you guys here. We're recording on a Thursday. We don't know the matchup yet, but we can pretty much bank on it. The Avs are playing the Kings here this evening. They're minus 450 favorites or something silly like that. <laughs> they banked them last night, six, nothing. So if they yes. win, this evening, they locked down not only number one spot in the West, but President's Trophy for them because they hold the tiebreaker against Vegas. They have four more wins in regulation than the Golden Knights. Yeah, I mean, am I surprised to hear you say that TSN, the Toronto Sports Network, <laughs> loves the Leafs? Are you kidding me with that nonsense? It's every single year with it. Oh, they're playing Boston again. Oh, this is the time they'll beat Boston. The whole panel, last time they were in the playoffs, had them against the Blue Jackets, and that didn't work out well. The year before that, they had them against the Bruins. Like, I like the Leafs to win the series, but... Let's settle down, Craig. Buck. On the sweep. I agree. Hey, Meany, me and Matt Bass, we're like like regular Leaf guys. Like Leaf fans, like, oh, like they can do no wrong, right? Like I'm a bad guy. I bet on the Ottawa Senators last night because unfortunately, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment ain't paying my damn mortgage when I'm at the bank today getting negotiating and groveling. Please, please, could you help me lower the percentage? I'm a good customer. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm doing all that stuff. I will bet, like I bet against these guys this year. Here's the deal. They are a much better team. They've owned them. But to say you're going to sweep, I got to believe Montreal can get at least one win. Like, I'm thinking five, maybe six, but not four. 
Like they, they're not sweeping them. Right. Uh, we'll get into that series in a little bit, my thoughts, but uh, the Canadians are going to come in at full health, which is something that they, they haven't been healthy over this mm-hmm. run. And they played a ridiculous 25 games over the last 43 days. Like Good that's point. just unheard of. So uh, some time off will definitely do that team wonders, but yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. And you know, yes, I don't want to call anybody out, but yesterday on this show, we were all talking about the Sens, and then we came to an agreement that we weren't going to put our hard earned dollars on the Sens. It was a big mistake because they won again last night as underdogs. You gotta bet on the Senators at that price. The-, the Leafs are already in the playlist. Like, how do you not bet the Senators? I'm ashamed of you two turkeys. You should have had me on the show. I know my dog sometimes gets shot, but that was a, a nice, lively pooch. Matt, you guys uh, talked me out of it. Don't bring me into this. Leave me alone. Come on. Man, as soon as that game don't. started, the tempo and face of that game, I was like, yeah, yep. we messed up here. Yeah. You, know, you know, my only thing that I'll say about that game is, and again, with the Leafs playing tomorrow night, We'll have this single video for you. Just it'll, I'll ride solo uh, talking about the Leafs and the Jets. Really not a whole lot on the line. But there is one thing, and maybe you're just looking too far ahead. And I wonder if just Leafs Nation has that on their mind too. Just the way everything is set up, if the Leafs were to come out of the North and they come out of the North at 77 points, they're the fourth seed. Yep. Unless, you know, the Bruins or the Islanders come out. And that could mean a potential date in the third round with Vegas and Colorado. Maybe that's looking ahead too much. Uh, lots of things could certainly happen. The Islanders could come out and then they're the four seed. And then Toronto is not the four seed and they have to play Carolina, for example, or Tampa or Florida. Uh, but if I were the Leafs, I'd be looking for at least one more point. Uh, just avoiding Colorado and Vegas. Mm-hmm. If you can, even though we're talking about uh, those two teams uh, still in tough in the first round and second round in their respective divisions. Okay, so let's get after it. Where do you want to yeah, start, buddy? We, we were turkeys. What, ser- what series? Yeah. I can't believe the Leafs. I'll say one thing. I've said a lot of stupid stuff on the Friday show, but I'm consistent with my dogs. I'll tell you, like, Ottawa's been a wicked bet down the stretch. Like, if you blindly bet Ottawa, like, you're and you're collecting envelopes or just breaking your book online. I don't know what you're doing, but I can tell you one thing. You got a hell of a lot more money because they've been a great underdog. The sixth most points in the NHL since the trade deadline, which was April 12th. So they are hot. Unfortunately, their season is over, but uh, Mm. maybe we're talking about them this time next year about playoffs. So let's start, let's start in the East. Let's start there with the Islanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins. So the Pens are favored here to win this series minus 138. It opened up at, it's now currently minus 156. This is already a bet that's been made over at FTNbets.com. You and I had talked at length about the Islanders when they made those moves at the deadline, picking up Travis Zajac, Kyle Palmieri. This team is just struggling to score goals. And since actually just, All year, they've been one of the better teams. 1.97 goals against per 60 is the second best mark in the league. But over the past six weeks, they're a bottom three team in the NHL at just generating offense and scoring goals at five and five. The Pens took six of eight in this series. They would score them 26 to 18. They were a perfect four and oh at home against the Islanders. New York had won the first game in this matchup, but then they went on to lose four straight and six of the final seven. Uh, The Pens since the deadline really solid man and they only mm-hmm. made really one move Jeff Carter uh, but they played most of the second half without Evgeny Malkin I really like where this Pittsburgh team is at man I think Carter has obviously some Stanley Cup experience he's been to the finals uh, numerous times with the Kings he's won a couple cups and then with the Flyers 
he was part of that squad too, I believe, against the Blackhawks. Uh, but nonetheless, this guy has got um, a lot of playoff experience. And just to insert him on the third line, Malkin is back. Say what you want about Sid the Kid and the experience, obviously, that he has. It's hard for me to not like Pittsburgh. In fact, um, they are, I think, my favorite bet. Yeah. You know what, Meanie? We're reading each other's mail, and you know me, I first look for dogs. That's what I do. Here, boy, here, boy. I'm out there try, trying to find one. Sorry, Sparky's gone. He's down by the river rolling in dead salmon. There's no more dog. He's left, and I can't get him back. The Islanders can't score. Uh, the goaltending still, I think it's good. The defense, they play that system, but it's just not good enough. It is not good enough. Jeff Carter has been the best uh, trade acquisition that we talked about. He's fit in like a glove with that Pittsburgh team. A little bit of steam that I don't like. We bet it a little bit earlier, meaning I think it was like a buck 38. I'm seeing like a buck 50 around that uh, that mark right now. So people are betting Pittsburgh. I'd rather be on the other side there, but I'm with you. The Pittsburgh Penguins are a better team than the Islanders. Unless Nick Jari and the goaltending, these guys absolutely suck and gag and freak out. I don't think uh, there's a way that the Islanders can win. Um, they've been a good story, but this is years too. Remember revenge when the Islanders swept them Pittsburgh has remember uh, remembers these yes. things that the Islanders have done to them. There's a lot of factors with Pittsburgh. They're a better team. Revenge from playoff pass. Give me the Penguins, man. I think they get it done. I'm with you. I was thinking about that series as well, and that was a pretty big shock in in the hockey world. Um, not just the Islanders beating the Pens, but sweeping them. Right, mm -hmm. just taking care of business pretty easily in that series. Um, you know, fans, fans, no fans in the games, or just limited compassion capacity is something to consider as well um you know with these home ice teams like some teams are just really good at home and the islanders i think are one of those teams i feel like you know at nasa they're just a team that's like when that place is rocking and packed, yes it is a tough building to go in it's and a, get a victory it is yeah it is super tough matt do you have a feel on on pittsburgh is a clean sweep here with the pens are we overlooking the islanders and looking into too much of their struggles over the past six weeks of the season this team has just looked completely different without anders lee in the lineup uh Semyon varlamov can only carry you so far but you need some sort of offense right fellas i mean it, it just feels like the penguins and the islanders are our complete polar opposites since the trade deadline the penguins have just looked hot fire and the islanders have looked meh if they didn't have such a hot start, this team would be kind of trying to claw their way into the playoffs. It's a clean sweep. I'm going to keep track of all of our picks, and so after round one, we will see how we all do. Nice. All right. Um, yeah, I, again, just looking at this Islanders team over the past two months, Cam, they just can't score. They can't score, and it's not going to be good enough. And the thing about Pittsburgh is, Meany, i got to be honest with you, with their patchwork defense, they've been a lot better than I thought. Uh, they've actually, you know, tidied up their game. And I, I say this, not just Carter, like all the guys in their team. I watch Pittsburgh games, and their offense is almost unstoppable with all these guys. You said it. Malkin's coming back. He's inspired. Carter was the perfect move. It went way under the trade deadline, uh, like under the radar. Let's give uh, old Berkey and crew uh, Hextall yes. a lot of credit here. Like these guys came in from the hockey world. Look at these old guys. What are they going to do? Yeah, you know what? They know something. They've been around the game for a while. And the Carter was the perfect, perfect fit. Like I can't think of a better player when I watch him play. I, lo I love the guy's game, Meanie. I'm telling you, like Pittsburgh's a scary team, not just in this series, moving forward. Yeah, uh, there's no question they are. And again, that Carter, that Carter move, uh, let's just, I mean, let's just hammer this point home again. So he played 40 games with the Kings. He scored eight goals and had 19 points. He was a minus six in 14 games with the pens. He has one more goal, nine and 11 points. So eight fewer points and like over, I mean, it's 26 fewer games. Mm -hmm. 
and he's a plus nine. Uh, he's averaging the same amount of ice time. Again, just the experience getting away from Los Angeles uh, will, it'll just provide a spark for some of these guys. I mean, it's kind of, it's going to be a trend that we talk about, I think on this show with some of these teams who made some deadline moves. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we'll move on from this from a yeah. shot prop standpoint. You know, I'm going to be looking at guys like Crosby for sure. Um, there's been some games where you play the Sabres and you play the Devils and he's maybe the motivation is not there. He's becoming a pass first guy. Uh, I've seen numerous games where he's passed instead of shot where he could have it's playoff time now. Like that stuff is just out the window. So there's no one I could really ever feel comfortable taking on the Islanders without Anders Lee in there that Matt alluded Mm -hmm. to. Uh, So Crosby will be uh, one of my go-tos when it comes to shot props. And I may think about Jeff Carter uh, in the DFS world as well. So, okay, let's move on from that one, but let's stick inside the East. We're both on the pens. Now we got the Bruins here. So another team that just really took off at uh, right around the trade deadline when they picked up Taylor Hall, which seems like a steal right now yeah. thinking about the move. So Boston minus 136, the Caps plus 110. This line has moved slightly, minus 138. Talking to you guys here on a Thursday afternoon and plus 112 for the Caps. So this series is split 4-2-2 two, and two for Boston, a couple um, overtime victories for the, the Caps. But 4-4, four and four, I look at it as a split. They outscored Washington 26 to 24 in the series. And there was a moment where it all kind of turned for the Bruins. There was an eight, one victory for the Capitals on April 11th in that moment where Boston got absolutely embarrassed. They went on to win six straight and 10 of their next 12, at least six goals in six of the eight games in this series. So lots of offense. The last one was a two, one victory for Washington, where it was just a bunch of AHL teams out there playing. So I wouldn't look into it uh, too much, but both of these teams, they can score some goals overall, the caps top four in the league and the Bruins 13th, but inside the top seven over the last month and a half, where do you lean? This is a tough one, meaning this is the one that me and you are like, I'm going back and forth in this one. I'm like Washington firepower, but I don't like what happened at the end of the year. Uh, Oh, she got a little bit banged up. And, you know, you were talking about Wilson and all these guys. The Russians had their COVID uh, protocol again. I don't know why it's always the same guys. Samson off <laughs> luggage and his, and his crew. Like, you guys just love to do what you got to do. You know, remember the last time we were in the hotel room, there's a naked chick in the bedroom. He's like, oh, no, that substance is sugar. Like, he's got like that. Oh, I, I'm sure. I'm sure the naked chick and you are, are, are you're, you're plowing sugar. That's what you do in the morning after a party. Hey, eh, Kuznetsov? Anyway, the Boston Bruins are uh, a scary team right now. And the one advantage they have is goaltending, a significant advantage. That's the thing, right? Rask, even all these other young guys that they have, it's just Boston's got three or four goaltenders you can roll. I'm not sure if I trust these Capitals goaltenders, meaning Eileen Bruins. It's scary, though, because I like the way Washington can play a physical game. Boston is still tough, but they're not tough like the old Bruins where they used to bully Toronto around and stuff. Washington has the team that can bully them. This series is very, very difficult. But when I come down and break it all down, it comes down to goaltending. And Boston has better goaltending. Eileen Bruins. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Uh, I I don't know if there's really a whole lot there to add uh, besides looking at just – you know, a, a smart FTN sub brought this up about the Bruins and maybe just some of the rest uh, that they've had this season with Pasternak not playing mm. uh, to start the season and Rask missing some time. And then I looked into it and it was true, at least for that top line. Uh, Brad Marchand, 18 minutes this season, last season, 
nearly 20 minutes uh, per game. Patrice Bergeron, 18, 13, uh, this last season, 19 minutes per game. David Pasternak, 18, 13, 19 minutes per game. So I think the addition of Taylor Hall has just eased those three, um, you know, in terms of ice time, they haven't been, they haven't had to play them, you know, balls to the wall all the time. And this is another guy like Taylor Hall. Uh, like, look at these numbers. I mean, 37 games with the Buffalo Sabres, two goals and 19 points and minus 21 averaging 1841 per game with the Bruins, with the Bruins averaging three minutes fewer per game, more productive, 16 games, eight goals, 14 points, a plus wow. 15, Unreal. So six, four goals, five fewer points and like 21 fewer games. Uh, obviously moving from a, you know, a team like Buffalo who they have no idea how to play structured hockey to a team like Boston who has, a ton of players who can play structured hockey. It has just solidified the second line. Craig Smith, David Krejci has come back to, to life. He looks like the Krejci of old a few years ago. Rask hasn't played a ton of games. Mm -hmm. He's been hurt, of course, but now he's back and he looks fresh. I like the Bruins a lot too. This is super tough, man. It is because the Capitals haven't looked at themselves over the past couple of weeks. So Vetchkin hasn't been playing. He's missed some time. He came back uh, in their last game. So it looks like he's going to be good to go. John Carlson was out of the lineup a couple of times. They have been flip-flopping. Who the heck is their goalie? Mm -hmm. Is Kuznetsov going to play? Does it matter? Like this guy hasn't looked good all year either. And since April 12th, they'll bring up this again with a lot of teams, the trade deadline. 12-4-1, the Boston Bruins, 25 points. It's one behind Vegas over that span. They have been one of the best teams in the league over the last six weeks, Cam. Yeah, they might. Washington could call Vladimir Putin in there. He scored eight goals in the Russian game there. It basically... <laughs> it looks like the other team wasn't trying. Yes, they weren't trying, Meany. They're killed if they're trying. If the goalie makes a save, instead of Gatorade, they put Rison in the bottle, and the guy's dead. He's starfished on the bench. Hey, Boris, what happened? Oh, no, Vladimir, why did you do it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Eight goals, MVP. It's unbelievable. They part the Red Sea for this guy. You can't, you can't, you can't check him. You can't do anything. You let him score. It's like Kim Jong-un. We talked about, oh, my God. I, had, I, I, I shot a 34 on a par 72. What, I have 17 hole-in-ones. <laughs> I love these guys. Can't you just say you shot like a 62 and you had a good day? And we're like, maybe he's a good golfer. But no, geez, these guys are too much. Those Putin highlights, that was unbelievable. Anyway, maybe he subs in for Washington. If he does, I'll tell you, I'll be betting on the Capitals because he'll do anything to win. The Bruins might be poisoned and or killed. But I will take Boston because Putin's not there. So let's do this. Go Bruins. You know who sent me that video originally? Oh, it's the worst. It was Drew. <laughs> of course it was. Yeah, camera to Drew. He's like, look how good Putin is. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> That's what I said to Matt Morenci. Morenci's like, Putin can skate. I go, no, he can't. He's just sitting there doing nothing. I go, what? They're, they're moving for him. Anyway, uh, I don't know if I trust these guys on the Capitals. They got a taste of, of Stanley, but uh, – I don't know. I got to go with Boston, buddy. Yeah, I think so too, man. <laughs> tough Just series, the way, though. Very yeah, tough. very tough series. I think it's going to be entertaining. I think there's going to be a lot of action. I think there's going to be a lot of goals. I think it goes at least six. Yeah. Like I, I don't feel like it's going to be a sweep, but I agree. that is. That is the deciding factor for me is, is the goaltending. There just seems to be too many question marks when it comes to Washington's goaltending. And I think we can probably, I mean, we may see both goalies at one point in this series. I think like this will be a fun fantasy, like from a DFS standpoint, I think there's going to be goals. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be wanting to, to hammer the over in some of these spots as well. I know things tighten up a little bit, Cam, come playoff time. 
but still, it seems like a could be a lot of uh, offense here. Bring in Matty Best. <laughs> is it another clean sweep here? It is another clean sweep because the only thing that the Capitals I had going for them was their third-ranked power play. But the Bruins, the thing they have going for them is their second-ranked penalty kill. Uh, to yeah. me, that's just one of the deciding factors. You guys nailed the rest. It's a clean if, sweep. If the Stanley Cup playoffs were like a party contest, like who could stay up, do the most stuff, and you know get wasted, the the Capitals are a lock in my opinion with the guys they got in their team. But it's not. We got to play hockey, so I'll go with the Bruins. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the party's over, boys. Uh, let's go. I, I, mean, just love, I love the picture because that's like the chicken. Hey, <laughs> Jay, you, you, you want to come back and, and have some fun? He's in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Like these guys are. <laughs> Ovechkin, Brian Blessing told me basically like that fountain in Vegas was like Stoli. Uh, uh, he was just <laughs> swimming at it for like a couple of months. Like these guys, when they won the Stanley Cup. Man, oh, yeah. Oh, they were. I wish I was at that party. I can tell you that. A lot of fun. I, I, I feel like if they hadn't, I would be looking at them and viewing them a little bit different. Right? I agree. I mean, you're running out of time. The window is exactly. closing. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, they're they're just a couple <laughs> years removed from winning the cup and absolutely partying their ass off all yes. over the place. Uh, but yeah, it's both of these teams, Matt. To your point, I'm Washington number three uh, in power play. Boston has a top ten power play as well, but. Uh, the kicker is the Bruins uh, PK, number two in the league, even though the Capitals themselves have a top 10 penalty kill. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, we'll, we'll, yep. I know everyone's excited to talk about the Preds, uh, one person in particular on this show. It's uh, Nashville, big dogs here, uh, plus 200 Carolina, yep. minus yep. 245. Uh, so Carolina won six of eight. They outscored them 24 to 17. They won the first six games in this series, outscoring them 23 to nine. Nashville took the two wins here recently over the past week when it didn't matter for the Hurricanes. And they, in one game, they rested absolutely everybody on defense and just let Peter Morazic uh, hang to dry. A 3 1 victory and a 5 nothing victory. So Nashville's been playing playoff hockey now for a while. We can give them that. Uh, six or fewer goals in all eight games, five or fewer in five games. I think this is going to be a tight series um, from an offensive standpoint. I don't think there's going to be a lot of goals, but it's just almost impossible for me to sit here and make a case for the Preds. Maybe Maddie can, but uh, we'll let you go first, Cam. What do you think? I can't make a case for the pre, uh, for the Preds. I think they were great down the stretch. I really respect what Saros did. Uh, his his run, his tootsie roll basically got them into the playoffs when he was absolutely a man possessed weeks ago. Uh, I love Pekka Rene too. Those they they were great down the stretch. And remember, even they beat Carolina in those games. This is a whole different animal. The Carolina Hurricanes, to me, meaning I think I got thirty-eight to one or forty at the start of the year. I oh love that goodness. ticket right now. No, that was like like right at the start of the year. Me and Blessing did a show. Those oh. that was the bet we did. We go Carolina's going to be our horse that we're attaching ourselves to, and I still love it. I think they murder these guys. I don't think the games are blowouts, but I see a lot of three to one type of games. Just Carolina better than them. I see Nashville winning one game at most in this series. Um, I'm going to take Carolina, and if you find a book that can parlay them. That'll be the, the big part of my parlay. And I'll also take them on the series handicap, Chris, minus one and a half. I don't think uh, – I'd be shocked if Nashville can win a couple games in this series. I think they get one. I think Carolina murders these guys and takes them out to the woodshed. This is a very dangerous team that could actually go all the way to the cup. 
Yeah, you and I have been on the same page when it comes to the Hurricanes all year. I wish I had that ticket that you have. My goodness, that is amazing. I got 14 to 1 midway through the season. Still we were good. on them at 4 to 1 to win the division. I've seen some some screenshots from some viewers and some listeners on this show with that ticket. Congratulations, that is amazing. And I'd be all in on them again. I'd be taking Carolina for, you know, playoff pools if you're just picking guys. I don't know if you're in a box pool or you're in a single pool where just one guy's off the board and that's it. Carolina, I, I, I mean, I want to say that they're still a sleeper team because everyone will be running to the Leafs and to Vegas, mm-hmm. and Colorado and to Toronto. I said Toronto twice and Edmonton, all those teams, right? With offense, Boston, Pittsburgh, they'll be running to those teams, I think, first, as opposed to an Ajo, a Sveshnikov, a Tebow Teravainen, who's healthy into the lineup on that top line scoring goals. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this Hurricanes team. They didn't have to do anything in the deadline because they're just loaded, right? I mean, Jordan Stahl is just an unbelievable third-line center, plays in all situations. Vincent Trocek was a great add for them last year. Carolina, 1.79 goals against at 5-5 per 60. It's the number one mark in the league. The number three mark in the league is Nashville at two, so that's why I think it's going to be low scoring. But at mm-hmm. the same time, the Preds can't score themselves like they've scored lately but they're going to be in in so much trouble when carolina if they can get three goals in a game it's going to be really really tough let's bring in maddie let's break down these preds yeah mr pred <laughs> so here's the thing about the nashville predators and here's the thing about a thing called recency bias um i've listened to a lot of nashville talk radio i've listened to a lot of nashville podcasts and the amount of nashville can sweep carolina takes i've heard is absolutely insane what? that it's just it's not a thing these I, people was, should lose their license what, people, nashville, wait, wait, no no no, no okay no so, are, are these so guys nashville, hockey nashville like, podcasts nashville podcasts have been saying it nashville no. sports radio has been looking Get at it bent. very evenly um so you look at the game people were looking at the games the two games to end the season for nashville against carolina as a playoff preview one completely wrong don't do that Carolina in that first game on Saturday when they lost 3-1 to one, looked super slow because they didn't care and didn't want to get injured. And then yeah. you saw them on the 10th, and I mean, every storyline was going Nashville's way. It's probably Pecorino's last start at home ever in his career because the guy's probably retiring. And two, Carolina played Jake Gardner as their second highest average time on ice defenseman. So you show me a decor that's successful with that, and I'll buy 17 lottery tickets with whatever you tell me. Let's not forget that this Nashville Predators team lost to the Columbus Blue Jackets on Correct. Wednesday the 5th. Let's not forget about that. You can't look at the 8th and the 10th for the National Predators and go, this is how we're going to play them. And the Predators also have another problem. When your fourth line is the line that everyone is talking about and everyone's happy about, that's all fine and dandy in the regular season, but going into the playoffs, that's a problem. You should be excited about your scoring. You should be excited about your defense. Not your fourth line that's given your team an identity. Yeah, having an identity is cool. Scoring and winning games is also cool. Uh, give me Carolina in five. I think yes. Nashville. I think Nashville wins one game because I think UC Saros has one game left to stand on his head. We were asked a question on Lockdown Predators. It's like, what's one thing from this playoff series? <laughs> Lockdown Predators. Yeah. It, 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 sounds like, it sounds like Dateline NBC. Yeah. Hi, I'm Chris it, Hansen. Why? It, did you know she was 13? Why are you carrying lube and, uh, and handcuffs in your bag? Well, you know, we were just friends online. It needs a... Uh, what's it called? Predator what? Locked on <laughs> Predators. <laughs> locked on Predators. Is that yeah. not the best? Yes. It, it's, uh, it's so fucking I didn't choose the name of it it's part I of love it it's I part of the it. uh locked on network but Game on the show 
Gabe calls them the Nashville Woody Allens. Uh, like, what? The Predators. Yes, the, the Woody Allens. <laughs> yeah, you like those guys? That's <laughs> Predator Lockdown. But we were asked on <laughs> Locked <laughs> on Predators about what's one thing. <laughs> That I'm sorry. That is, oh God, I, no. I, 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 I okay. can't even finish okay. this. So okay, good. so we Matt, were, can you can you, can you yeah. muster that yeah. sentence so, together to finish, I'm please? Sure. We need to hear more about yeah. lockdown predators. So on locked on predators, we were asked the question about what wouldn't surprise you uh, in this playoff series, and my answer was simple: it was UC Saros just regressing and going back to normal form. I think Saros can be like a top 12, top 13 goaltender, but I don't think he's a top three goalie in the league. I don't think he's what we've been seeing. I mean, it's not to poo-poo on his skills. It's look at the workload he's been put under. I mean, Pecorine didn't start a game prior until his swan song on the 10th since early, early March. That's just, that's so much on Saros' shoulders. Uh, Carolina's fast. Carolina's quick. They have snipers all over. Carolina in five for me. Oh man, that was good. I was crying <clears throat> there for a little bit. I had some tears uh, running down my face. Uh, yeah, and only thing to add there about that is is just the special teams. Not only does Carolina, they've been one of the better, you know, five and five teams for for years. They 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 own the puck. I think the only issue that I've ever had with them over the past couple of years is goaltending. Now I don't know if it's going to be like a. Oh, I brought this up Cam last week, like a Martin Gerber thing, and he lit lit up in the first two games, and then Cam Ward comes in and takes mm-hmm. him all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals, a rookie that year. And if it's the same sort of deal like Morazic is that guy. And if he's yeah. any struggles, I think they turned into Dalkovic, who has been one of the better goalies in the league over That's the past great. couple of months, a rookie as well. But also just to add Carolina, second best power play, third best PK, PK. Nashville's just brutal on special teams, 29th penalty kill and 24th power play. Um, you know, you don't see a ton of power plays in the playoffs. Sometimes the refs just keep the whistles in the pockets and, you know, there's not a lot of the special teams, but when it comes down to it, um, they're a better five and five team and they're better special teams all around. And so maybe the one lean is goaltending, <laughs> but, uh, enough about the Preds, man, that was good. That was classic. <laughs> um, all these Carolina guys for shot props. We'll talk about them throughout, but, uh, Sveshnikov, Aho, Trocek, um, Natchez, they're all going to be, uh, absolutely in play for me on the other side. I think Philip Forsberg is that one pred that I can get behind. Okay. So sticking inside this division, this one is really, really tough for me to call. Uh, this is a very, very entertaining series. The first time Tampa and Florida have ever played each other in the playoffs. So the bolts open up at minus minus one they They're now minus minus one forty-six. As of today, Kucherov and Stamkos were practicing on the first power play unit with Braden point, Anthony Sorelli and a healthy Victor Hedman, the Panthers, had opened up at plus 118 there so they're plus 120 the Panthers won this series 5-3 they had scored them 31-24 to the over hit in 5 of the 8 games at least 5 goals in 7 of the 8 both teams inside the top 10 when it comes to offense and scoring goals Florida won the last 3 games in this series including the last 2 recently when none of it really mattered there was a battle there in the first game for home ice Florida won that 1-5-1 and then they won 4 nothing the other night against a shorthanded Tampa team. It's tough for me to pick against the Bolts, man. Like, they're just going to insert Kucherov into this lineup, but Cam hasn't played all year. Exactly. And this is it, Meanie. It's our oh, first baby. dog. It's the only one. I'm, I'm with I'm with the Stanley C. Panther. 
I like Stanley C. Panther. Unlike USJ Sharky, who's cost me so many parts. I can't even tell you what the Sharks did to me at the end of the year, meaning how many six out of sevens. I, I don't even know why I still take that. Anyway, that's a we can't talk about these guys anymore. My blood pressure is just going to boil. But Stanley P. C. Panther is a friend of the program. I like this team. They've been fantastic. I believe in them. The net minding, uh, the goaltending could be a little bit questionable, but think about the additions too. getting Bennett from Calgary. There was a lot of good that they did under the radar and good. I believe in Florida. I'm a big Frank Vetrano guy. If you're looking for a big underdog guy, like a playoff type player, that's just going to absolutely like steal a game or get a big goal. He's my guy. They're not afraid of Tampa Bay. As you said about Hedman, me, he's going to have surgery after the season's over. I'm not sure if he is totally 100%. If Florida can really do their thing, smash this guy. I know it's hard to do, but make them pay the price. you got to play a little bit of a physical game, Tampa style. Just hurt these guys. Finish your checks. I think we can win this game. I think it's going the distance, and I'll take the plus 120. It's a little bit of a leap of faith, but I think this one is a straight-up pick, so I'm going to take the dog. Give me the Florida Panthers, mean cats. Man, dude, I'm with you. Uh, I There's no question that Hedman is not 100% healthy. Stamkos is not going to be 100% mm-hmm. healthy. And Kutrov, what kind of game shape is this guy going to be? And yeah, he's going to be, he's, he's one of the best players in the NHL when he's playing. He's going to be able to contribute, especially on the power play. But you're right. Florida is not afraid of this team. And I thought they would roll over when they lost Ekblad, but they didn't. They actually kind of came together a little mm-hmm. bit more. And it was just, it was nice to see. And there's something to be said about Joel Quinville too and his system. I know there's been a lot of talk. It takes some time for some of these guys like the Panthers were brutal last year in year one with coach Q and this year they've bought into the system they've been awesome Sam Bennett is another guy since the trade deadline 38 games of the flames four goals 12 points a minus 14 average 13 minutes per game couldn't muster more than 13 mm-hmm. minutes per game on that brutal Calgary team then he comes into Florida where they're loaded with offense and he steps into a top six role he's got six goals and 15 points in 10 games amazing with the Panthers 39 shots he's been plus money on the shot prop night He's been paying the bills for the past month now for a lot of people, averaging 18 minutes per game. Sam Bennett, I like the Cats too, man. I have some questions about goaltending. That's why Mm -hmm. I think we've seen a lot of offense uh, in this series. That's why I I think we'll continue to see a lot of offense, you know, as it transitions over to the playoffs. But, man, I'm with you. I am on Florida. And I think if you want to wait it out just a little bit more, as I mentioned, plus 18, plus 118, plus 120, I wouldn't be surprised this time tomorrow evening. It's plus 124, plus 125. I agree. People are going to hammer the bolts here. They're going to say, wow, Stanley Cup defending champs, Kucherov and, and Stamkos are coming back. Yeah, Veseleski, give me Tampa Bay. Uh, I think this is – I don't even view it as a that big of an upset. I think it's going to be a terrific I agree. Season. Matt, bring you in. Clean sweep, boys. Clean sweep, Florida. Um, I, I just think the biggest thing is if Kucherov had some time to play in the regular season yes, towards the end of the season, games. or even Stamkos had a few more games at the end there, then I'd look at this differently. Vasilevsky is, yeah, the better goaltender, but Florida's offense is just much better at this point. Yeah. Um, okay. Clean sweeps across the board. I'm surprised with that. I, I know Matt's a big Tampa guy. I thought he would, uh, he would jump I like on this, board though. with the Bolts. Yeah. Okay. I we're like going. this. We're, we're together moving. like our par- Friday parlays. Like we're, we're, we're in this together, boys. We're on we, the ship. Let's we go. are rolling. Okay. Let's go. Let's go to the North Montreal and Toronto, the Habs plus 225. the Leafs minus two The first matchup between these two teams in the playoffs since 1979. I said it on the show cam. You weren't here this week. These are things that happened in 1979 ESPN launched pink Floyd released the album, the wall, the Sony mm-hmm. Walkman was introduced at 200 bucks a pop Love it. monthly cost of rent to 80 Kramer versus Kramer. Number one movie, my Sharona, the knack number one, song 
the Supersonics win the NBA championship. The Pittsburgh Pirates win the World Series. Wow. (laughs) In the playoffs. Every time these two teams have met in the playoffs, the winner has gone on to win the Stanley Cup. Well, that's that's not happening this year. That is not happening this year. (laughs) But talk to me about (laughs) why. Craig Button thinks that the Leafs are going to sweep the house. Here's the thing. The more I think about this, I think the Leafs win the series, but you got I'm finding a book that I could parlay series prices. I will parlay the Leafs with Carolina and get it to a number. Even for the series handicap, I'm not sure. The minus one and a half. That means the Leafs, they got to win in five. Mm, I kind of was thinking that number five or six, but I don't love it. You said it. The Montreal Canadiens haven't had a full deck when they've been playing these guys, and it's not going to be as easy for the Leafs. Matt Best will tell you, and I'll tell you, many heartbreaks before, collapses against the Bruins. They need to get off to a good start in the series, and they can't be screwing around. you got to win the game, and you got to dominate these guys, and you have to play 60 minutes of hockey. There's no breaking. There's no nothing. The history with these guys, as for Montreal, hey, Meany, what's up with Gallagher? Is he going to be ready to roll or what? He's going to yes. be back. Full, full strength. That's a huge addition. They're a totally different team without this guy. He's a pest, perfect type of player for the playoffs. Who's going to be in net? You got to go with Allen, right? I mean, maybe, but Price is ready. Oh, so. see, this is the thing. I don't, I, I hate to say this. I prefer Allen over Price. Am I in the minority? I don't know. I I think he's, I think Allen is good. Like, I, I know he's not perfect, but I worry about Carey Price if you're a Montreal fan. I think the least maybe in six i'm not even sure if i could take that minus one and a half handicap yeah i I get the price concerns he hasn't played hockey in over a month uh he was dealing with a concussion he has been practicing for the past few days there's a couple things to unravel here when it comes to the canadians and i don't want to come across as a homer i'm just spitting facts so -hmm. the fact is that they have played 25 games in 43 days they haven't had more than one day off between all of those games over the past couple of months since that COVID hit, they were had the, the two weeks off and then they've scrambled. They've had four game weeks ever since. That's just not normal. In fact, that's the most games in NHL history, 25 in 43 to wrap up a season. That is crazy. Gallagher, Weber, and Price, they played with all three of those guys over the past three weeks and more. They're all going to be back and ready to go. I think Price is going to play. I think Allen has been better. He's looked tired lately like the mm-hmm. entire team has looked. Uh, but also got to keep in mind, Cam, that he had, uh, what, a couple months off last year throughout the pause, didn't really play any hockey. And in the bubble, he was unbelievable, right? He was fantastic. He had 10 games played. He had a 1.78 goals against average and a 9.36 save percentage with two shutouts. And he upset the Pittsburgh Penguins in the first yeah. round. Uh, so, I think he's the guy. There could be some rust there. Uh, I think he is the game one starter. If anything, maybe Allen starts game one and then it is price into game two. The Leafs just, the Habs just don't match up with Toronto. They, they don't. don't match up well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't find a way to limit the damage when it comes to Marner or Matthews. They have no answer for those guys. They've had answers against Drysaddle and McDavid. I don't know what it is about Matthews and Marner. There's absolutely no answer for them at all. The Leafs won seven of the 10. They had scored them 34 to 25. Five of the 10 were decided by one goal. I think the Habs win a couple games in this series. I think the Leafs finally get over that hump. They get the playoff win. I love what you said. The series, like parlaying them in Carolina, if you can find a book uh, to get better odds, I think that's uh, I think that's phenomenal. But one thing again with those games, all those games, Dom Desharm, he hasn't had time into practice. 
and to implement new systems mm-hmm. for these guys. I know it's only practice, but that's a lot for a new coach. This it team is. is going to be able to put together four practices in a row here before the playoffs, which is the first time all season that they're going to be able to do that. Uh, I know it's going to be a clean sweep as well, but Matt, I want you to bring you in before we wrap up the North and finish off with the rest of the two. Uh, give me Toronto here, and I do think Carey Price starts game one, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Jake Allen starts it. It's only because Montreal, if they get a vintage or semi-vintage performance out of Carey Price, he can absolutely steal a game, but it's just we haven't really seen that this season. Uh, like you said, though, Meany, Montreal's had almost no answer for Matthews and Marner, and I think that is legitimately the deciding factor. Plus, Toronto bought, brought in big bodies, guys that can bang around. Nick Felino's a guy who, uh-huh. even in that game, game against Ottawa where they seemingly didn't care he was still hurling his body around like a mother trucker and that's the kind of playoff hockey that Toronto hasn't had over the past few seasons and uh, I think game one guy like Felino, guy like Hyman if he is in the lineup will really set the tone I don't think Leafs sweep uh give me Leafs in six 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 yeah, is I, I, I think it's six too and I'll tell you what the Leafs better win that first game because you're gonna start that's the thing that's the thing Meany. you said it like this is different no team needs a start like Toronto does with their playoff history. It's that simple. You can't be screwing around, dicking around, and taking Montreal lightly. You got to make a statement the first game and win it. If not, there's going to be big problems. If not, it's going to go in the distance. And I wouldn't be surprised if Montreal actually won because at least will grip it too tight. Yeah, I think the Habs are built for the playoffs, to be honest. I mean, I th- we haven't seen the, the full squad together since that first month when we were talking about them being, you know, a mm-hmm. decent squad. So it's just recently right they're in the bottom three and goals four at five and five over the past two months they just we haven't seen their full team together is it too late can they find chemistry together as a squad it's it's been a long time heck who knows like the lines have been juggled up non-stop the hitting thing is interesting uh montreal would hit them in that series 321 to 195 so i think it, it could be a physical series with montreal trying to uh throw toronto around a little bit but uh yeah they're gonna be in tough i think it goes six All right so this this final one winnipeg and edmonton edmonton minus 184 the jets plus 150 edmonton won the season series seven to two it scored them 34 to 24 uh they reeled off the final six games in this series outscoring them 21 to nine cam the jets have a league low eight points since april 12th the trade deadline four and ten i think they're going to get nikolai ehlers back he's been practicing recently but i'm just going to go with the hotter team that showed me a little bit more over the past two months and that's the oilers you know what beanie i was thinking about this the whole time and my whole everyone's saying oilers 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 and the more i think about i'm like is winnipeg playing us for fools played like one good game in the last while look at their team though too with connor if ehlers comes back edmonton has a history of choking are they that much better? Maybe Hellebuck. You know, things get real with this guy in the playoffs. I'm sorry. That price for Edmonton, what is it, like a buck ninety? That's yeah. pretty high. I'm gonna have to do something. I, we agree, we've agreed on every game, and I liked Edmonton the whole time. The more and more I think about it, I'm taking Winnipeg. Okay. I just think that price is just too. I think this game is based the series, Edmonton's a little bit better than them, maybe a coin flip, but not two to one better. I have a problem with that number. I'm gonna take a shot with the Jets. I don't love it. But you know what? We're betting on every series. It's not my favorite, but that's a significant price for a team that can win the series. And that's my one concern, too. It makes me feel a little uneasy to put my money down on a team minus 190 like the Oilers. I mean, last year they were heavy favorites and couldn't even get by the Blackhawks. They definitely had uh defensively still and they've gotten good goaltending from Mike Smith. But, I mean, he's a little bit older, right? So can he out-duel Hellebuck? 
I think it's going to be an interesting series. I, but like I said, I mean, the Jets, maybe they are fooling us. Maybe they really are because they have been the worst team in the league now over the past five weeks. and They're not scoring any goals, but got to remember, they've been away. Uh, Ehlers has been away from that team. So um, that's one that we're different on, but I think we're kind of on the same page in just terms of just it's a lot to lay on an Oilers team uh, that just has two of the best players in the league, right? And they exactly on their squad too. And again, come playoffs, like the number one power play in the NHL, it doesn't get you anywhere really come playoff time. They had the number one power play in the NHL last year and they yeah. couldn't find a way to get in. You're not just going to, you're not getting five or six power. Exactly. Play. Exactly. I just think the Jets three. are not as bad as they've been playing. It's kind of like they're just stumbling and, I could see this team just waking up in the playoffs with the guys that they have on their team. I know that's a lot to ask, but that's the way I feel. So what do we do with these last two series? We assume yeah. that Colorado wins tonight against LA. If that if that happens and they win the division, they win the President's Trophy, and then they play the Blues or five and three against the Blues this season, they've outscored them twenty six to eighteen. And then you have Minnesota and Vegas, and Minnesota won five of eight against the Golden Knights, the 24-24. The goals were even in that series. A couple overtime games, a couple shootout games in there as well. Five or fewer in four of the eight. So it was tight checking. Let's just start with Colorado and St. Louis. What do you think? Colorado is going to be a huge favorite. I won't like huge the number. Favorite. I think St. Louis is a dangerous team. They just keep, they're, they're playing better. Since Pareko's come back, they're a totally, totally different team. Oh, meanie, but Colorado, like they're just, they're good. Uh, Colorado, it needs to be parlayed though, or something. Like you can't lay the juice that it's going to be in the series. You have to find a way to knock it down. Like, what do you think? Do you, do you think that, like, I think the Blues could win? I, I like they could, but Colorado has got to step up. Like they're, they're a better team. Yeah, they are a better team. I mean, some of the games too, they, they beat them eight nothing in one game. Um, St. Louis has won the past couple, so they've, they've turned it around a little bit, but Colorado has also had some injuries over that span too. Like McKinnon didn't play last night. Yep. He's been, he's been banged up. He's not going to go in hundred percent. They, a couple guys have been on COVID Grubauer has been in and out of the lineup. I just think that they're the better team overall. I think Comper's heating up too. Comper's heating up. Yeah. It's just, it seems to be right now. They just seem to be con- getting contributions from up and down their lineup. I just think that they're they're ready to, to make a run. Uh, it's going to be really tough for them in this series and the next, if they get by the blues, it's going to be really, really tough for them to get through. It's a tough road, but I, I, I just think that they've, they've owned the puck. There's been so many question marks with St. Louis. Can they flip that switch? There's just a couple years removed from winning that Stanley cup, but I just think mm-hmm. they have a lot of inexperience on, you know, their bottom two lines and then the, you know, their fifth and sixth defense. I just don't think that they'll be able to keep up with the speed that Colorado has and the possession that they, that they most, that they mostly have throughout a uh, majority of their game. So I got to lean with the abs, but you're right. I mean, what are we guessing here that they're going to be minus three thirty, three hundred? I think. Yeah. Like, t- yeah. High, yeah. High, like two ninety, three hundred. I think it'll be close to three to one. Yeah. Minnesota, what, what about, I think Minnesota has a better chance to be like, I don't know what it is. Take a look at the way Minnesota plays Vegas. Meaning it's hard to bet. Like I'm taking Minnesota in this series, but they have the type of players and team that I think matches up better against Vegas, even than St. Louis does against Colorado. They yes. have their, but I worry about the goaltending. Mm-hmm. Like Vegas has a significant goaltending edge with Flurry and Leonard. Right. Like Cam Talbot, like it's been a nice story, but really like I, there's a lot to like about Minnesota, but I'm real like if they had better goaltending, I would take them like smash them as a big underdog in the series and feel good about it. I think it goes the distance, though. 
I think it goes to the distance too. Yeah, we haven't been talking too much about that, but Florida Tampa, I think, goes seven. Uh, this series, I think, goes seven as well. I think Colorado takes care of St. Louis in six, but mm-hmm. yeah, this one has been, it's been very entertaining. I mean, Minnesota lost the first two in this series, but they went on to win the next five, and then they lost three, two in overtime. The two of the three losses that they had to Vegas were in overtime. So they've picked up points in seven of the eight. They have hung tight with Vegas. I think that this is a potential upset. I really do. As much as I like the Golden Knights, how healthy is Pacioretty? Uh, that's a big question for me. Can Riley Smith get going on that second line? He showed up lately over the past week and a half. They need him. Last year in the postseason, they didn't have that second line clicking with Marsh so and Smith and Carlson. They need those guys to get going. Minnie's defense is solid, man. They don't give up a whole lot. They are very, very tight defensively. I think this is going to be a tight series, low scoring. Um, man, I, I, I want to take lean. Minnesota. I, I want to take too. Minnesota. I'm leaning with Vegas in seven, but if you can get yeah. anywhere like seven, like this for the series to go the distance. Just... I agree. We got we bet that we bet the spread differential. Like you're going to get Minnesota plus one and a half, probably plus money too, yeah. or not a lot of juice. Not a lot. That's of why juice. we. I think we got to roll with the plus one and a half. I think. Yeah. I think it goes seven. Yeah. Since the deadline, Vegas 13 and 3, 26 points atop the NHL. Minnesota just right behind them, 24 points, 11, 2 and 2. Uh, so those three losses against uh, for Vegas um, have all been to Minnesota. They've had one against Colorado, <laughs> rather. They've been beating everybody, but they struggle inside this division because it's super tight. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll get you out of here on this, Cam. So the Avs favored to win the cup here, looking at DK plus 450, uh, Golden Knights 550, Leafs 6 to 1. Kane seven to one, Bolts eight to one, Boston ten to one, Pens thirteen to one, Florida fourteen to one. You can get that at twenty-two to one in some spots. Wow! FTN bets. You go over there. It's the free parlay calculator. I just know I looked at it last night. Still twenty-two to one in some spots. The Caps seventeen to one, and the Oilers twenty to one. Who wins the cup, man? The Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> Am I crazy? No, you're not. Carolina versus Colorado. Carolina and seven sleeper teams. I would take either uh, units on Florida. I think Florida is a good, uh, a really good pooch. Or what do you think about the penguins? Like if you're going to throw like th- those numbers are, they're too big for me. Yeah. Out of the um, east. If Carolina, like th- those are, those are teams that I like, I like Carolina. I like Colorado. That's my Stanley cup final. Right. Th- those are the teams for me too. I, you know, I coming into the season, I had um, Vegas and Carolina, but I've kind of changed my tune. I don't like the Minnesota matchup. I'm worried about it. Uh, I've, I've, I've been worried about Vegas here for the past couple of weeks. Maybe I'm overthinking it a little bit too much, man. We have the same finals. That's not, that's not cool. <laughs> that, it's no, kind of lame. It is pretty lame. It's kind of <laughs> lame. But it's pretty uh, cool. It's, actually. I, it's kind of cool. I guess we're yeah. on the same page. I mean, Colorado, yeah. a lot of people are going to be on Colorado or Vegas to come out and I have futures on both of those teams. And I guess I'll lose one of them at the same time. One of those teams, I think will be four wins away from going to the Stanley cup finals. I like Carolina's path. Uh, I think that they're just ready. I I really wanted to be Nadelkovich, uh, but those are the teams. I think if as much as I'm talking up Carolina, I think that sleeper team for me is Florida. Yes. And and again, if you go over to the free parlay calculator, you can get them at at 20 to one, 22 to one in some spots. That's the sleeper. Matt on the way out. We only got about a minute, man. Um, Is there a long shot odd or who do you like to, to meet up? Uh, My sleeper. This is so lame. We're all the same. Give me Florida. And boys, I gotta do it. Give me the oh Leafs to God. win the cup. But... <laughs> but no, no. If oh, I if no, I don't if awesome. I don't if I don't actually pick the Leafs, I really like Pittsburgh this year. I agree with you. I, I think Pittsburgh's scary as hell too. Like 
that's the thing. I'm having a real problem with the East because I love Carolina, and I think Florida and Pittsburgh are live as hell. Like they're so, very dangerous teams. I'm not. I'm. I like Pittsburgh too, but I think I lean Boston over them. I think I lean the Bruins over Pittsburgh. Um, but yeah, one of the two Leafs, Leafs to win the cup. I, I, I love that. If it He's happens, I am clipping this. Oh, if it happens, we're going to party. But Dude, I don't think it's it going to happen. I mean, you could have clipped the last five years from Leafs Nation saying, and it's the this same is, thing hey, over and is, over this again. This is the first year we've had a show, you know. So I'm just going to go with that. Oh, man. What wow. a blast, guys. Okay. We're going to wrap it up. Both of yep. us, uh, all three of us here, we got to get out of here. But uh, Cam, hopefully, yep. you and I can hook up again throughout the playoffs. Always a pleasure. And uh, yeah, the picks are going to be flying over at ftmbets.com. Use that promo code Mean. We got a brand new price over there. So it's a lot cheaper than if you looked yesterday. So check it out, ftmbets.com. Use that promo code Mean. For Maddie Best picking the Leafs, shout out. Uh, locked down, locked out, predators. Yeah, locked, locked, locked on, locked on, locked, locked on, on predators. On. Oh, I thought it was locked down, locked on <laughs> predators. Yeah. Oh, geez. What a show. Let's go, cats. Talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.